Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of WTT What's the Tea with your girl YB Are you all alright? Yes No, you're all all left <laughs> Fuff man, that woman I freaking love her I mean if you guys haven't heard that joke You guys really need to go and see America's Got Talent I think if I'm not wrong Just type uh, talent show Are you all alright? <laughs> Korang kena tengok asa tu kelakar gila asa. Oh my gosh, nice. Okay, so today's episode will be dedicated to my very own fur babies because uh, these gems are so precious to me. I mean, all animals are precious to me, obviously. But I want to share how I got my own fur babies and why it is amazing to keep pets. Lol. But yeah, except for insects, I don't like insects. My husband wanted to keep ants. My cat one time swiped that ant farm. Uh, my whole house got ants. Aduh, pening, 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 pening. But yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna introduce. I'll be introducing um my babies because they are the apples of my eye, and they will always be no matter what. So let's begin. So first up, Chomot. Now, as many of you know, Chomot was my eldest that had passed away in April twenty twenty one. It was a very painful moment for my family and I because she had been in the family for eighteen years, one eight years. Okay, and if you convert to human years, that's freaking old, lah. Honestly, and why it hurts so much because she was the very first cat I ever had to put down in my life. Yeah. A moment of silence for Chomot. Thank you very much. Okay, so Chomot was initially my late grandmother's cat. Okay, my dad found her at his workplace. Uh, and she fell onto him lah while he was sleeping at the quarters one day. So he brought Chomot over to my grandmother's place and she was just this beautiful little baby, you know, like she was the size of my palm and she had the bluest eyes i tell you her coat was white and grey and she was just a beautiful little kitty you know like years passed on and she grew up healthy never had issues with her kidney or liver or respiratory like her blood works ah even though at the age of um 16 17 15 16 17 at the age ah her blood was all fine you know but the only problem was she was never sterilized. Yeah, no. And no, she never got pregnant because thank God my grandmother did not have another male cat that could get her pregnant. Yeah. So now there was once when I was 15 years old. And me pull up 15 years old. When she was 15 years old, okay, so she got into a fight with another of my cat that I brought home, you know, and her nail, oh my god, her thumb, her thumbnail was like dangling. So of course lah, I had to bring her to my workplace, you know. And at that point, I was already a vet tech. So thankfully, I could use the facilities and the help of my vet. So we put her under sedation, okay. So as we had to pull the nail out lah, okay. So she needs to be under sedation and I was the one monitoring. Then I realized her heart began to slow down. Okay, but before that, I already had plans to sterilize her. 
and her appointment was in a few weeks time but at that moment when she was sedated was mild only mild sedation uh, her heart began to slow down i began to panic you know and i thought she was going to leave us okay so thankfully she didn't and she managed to get up and that was when the vet told me like putting her under ga would be uh, general anesthesia would be a risk because she's quite old so no choice i had to cancel the sterilization appointment and let her keep her ovaries because i was not ready to lose her honestly i mean i mean who is like eh, at the other day but fast forward to 2020 chowot was constantly vomiting so i brought her to work for a scan because i was afraid she ate something you know like foreign body object or what you know so my well known vet did the scan and he pointed out there was nothing wrong inside probably eating wrong diet or eating too fast you know however there was a lump on her belly and told me to take note of it so over the months i realized that lump kept getting bigger so i then scheduled for surgery no choice because we need to do a biopsy on that line uh, on that lung on that lump so that was in 2021 january okay so the vet uh, who did the surgery told me they found two huge lumps and extracted them both and my goodness one of it was bloody big i'm like eh I mean chomot she is isn't that big lah but that lump, that lump was freaking huge I think so we send those out for the biopsy you know and then my world came crumbling down when we found out that those lumps were cancerous and the bigger one right I remember I told you there was a bigger one it was at the aggressive stage stage 3 how aggressive okay so in january we removed that lump right in march more lumps came out and began exploding yeah like all we could do was i don't know lah all we could do was palliative care lah you know for my dear chomot so i would clean her wounds daily you know together with my dad my sister and my husband yeah oh and chomot was very close to my husband like i have videos up on my own personal instagram stories where chomot would wait at the door or like when my husband comes home she, i'm the lampost it's like this she's the wife <laughs> you know she's bloody close to my husband yeah so now everyone already uh, was mentioning you know that the smell was growing stronger okay but i know because like to me like i've smelled worse okay and it was something i could still handle like to me that smell isn't even bothering at all Then Chomot began losing weight. She became more lethargic, you know. And then um but she was still trying to eat and everything, but it's just that not a lot lah, you know. And then I just told her lah like Chomot, you have to go, just go lah, okay? It's okay. We'll be here to the very end with you, you know. And then she would just look at me. Then she would like bump her head on me, you know, like my face would be at her face. Then she would just bump her head on me lah. And despite the smell and all, I still showered her with kisses. You know, I give her medications. I clean her gently because I know like it's freaking painful, cancer, soul, and it was popping out. You know, and it was the second week of April when I realized like it had to be done. Why? Because it had come to the point where I was cleaning the wound one day, and the smell, on top of the bleeding and everything. It got me really nauseous. 
it had become that bad you know uh there was another day also there was a fly that came into the house and i knew it, it only took a second for that fly to land on the wound and it will create a maggot wound and i can't do that to my cat lah you know i don't want her to suffer you know so i mean there were other alternatives where uh we can remove half of a chest and then let her recover then remove another half of a chest and then but that also does not guarantee that the cancer is 100% gone it can always come back you know so like when my cat is 18 years old why would i put her through so much misery you you get what i'm trying to say or not you know so we had to we had to schedule for the day chomot to be put down you know until now i know she knew her time had come to an end and i could still remember vividly uh, how she purred all the way so i held her to the very end you know and my husband cried my sister cried we all were there i mean if you, if you actually hear my euthanasia podcast please always be there for your pet no matter how painful okay because you are still alive your pet isn't and you are their family <laughs> so of course you know so yeah and this is why i'm always telling owners to please get your pets sterilized okay because it can lead to a tumor or even cancer don't wait for that and don't put your pet through that lah okay so always get your pets sterilized it's not that hard you're not even doing a surgery aren't you but yeah <laughs> okay yeah next up lonjong aka boy okay so this baby he's a domestic short hair breed he really is the smartest cat i've ever had okay so lonjong was given the name by my dad because he said that this cat's body is really long okay so lonjong was a stray cat under my grandmother's block he was a really muscular and good built lah you know he was really active and agile so i used to live with my late grandmother and i was always see him So we began feeding him like you know he would every day come up from the first floor to the third floor for his feeding. And not once eh, has he ever peed or put in my grandmother's home. He will only do it downstairs. So he will lepak in our house and then he will start running running at my grandmother. Ah nak kencinglah tu. Ah nak beraklah tu. Ah then we open the door lah then he will run down. He's done, he will come up back. And then he will also send me to work like literally you know when he see me come out of the lift, he will follow me. And a few times he had followed me all the way to the bus stop which was like a 5 minutes walk away. Eh? So he would always wait for me to come home at the stairs, you know, like the drop off point. And then when he sees me, he would follow me into the lift and into my grandmother's place. So when my grand when my late grandmother passed away, I could not leave this poor fellow alone lah, you know. So I officially adopted him and brought him to my house. <laughs> oh my god, he hated lah siya being a house cat. He was really not used to staying at home alone. So I would occasionally bring him down for a walk with his leash. And he toilet trained himself, uh, FYI. And when I say this, uh, he literally pee and poop on the toilet bowl itself. Now I just need to teach him how to flush. <laughs> so over time he got fat and lazy. Now he weighs around 8 kilo and he hates his walk. And he's a slut too because everyone or anyone that comes over my place, he will snuggle with them. Bloody traitor, I tell you. He's seven years old this year and I just hope that I have many more years with him. Huh? Very smart cat. He's freaking manja. Like he can wake up in the middle of the night just to sayang him. 
Yeah. <laughs> now my third cat, Fibonacci. Fibonacci orangey, my ungrateful meek Siberian cat that I had rescued and spent the most money on. <laughs> Fibonacci has his own Instagram, by the way. Do, 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 do check it out, lol. At Fibonacci.orangi. F-I-B-O-N-A-C-C-I dot O-R-E-N-J-I. <laughs> now, to be honest, I was not supposed to come home with Fibonacci that day. I had a friend that was working in another clinic and she told me that there was this domestic short hair cat, okay? So, that cat had three legs, guys. Then the eyes uh, were caro, like, cross-eyed. And it was deaf. It was out for adoption. And I'm like, of course, I wanted to bring that cat home because I want to give it so much love, you know? And And then, my friend was like telling me, apparently that cat have already been adopted. I was so sad. Then she was like, but I have another one in line. And then she was like, oh, uh, this cat owner could not afford the surgery and you'll be put to sleep if no one comes forward to adopt. And I was like, no lah, it's okay lah. You know, I mean, if it's time to go, it's time to go. We can't always save all chairs. <laughs> you know, so she sent me a picture of the cat and I was still not convinced ah, about adopting it as it was a long-haired cat, you know. And very handsome. So, I'm sure a lot of people want to adopt such a good-looking cat. I mean, it's typical lah, you know. Standard, yeah. I was told, like, this cat fell from the cupboard. Had a broken leg, you know. And then, which is so weird. Like, a cat. A agile, young, one-year-old cat. Jump down from a cupboard. And break the leg. Hmm. Suspicious. But anyway, owner cannot afford the surgery, so the vet offered to amputate the leg as it would be cheaper, you know, rather than doing the bone surgery. Owner also cannot afford. So the owner was like, uh, can you put the cat to sleep instead? So of course the vet was against it, lah, like saying this this like this is not a reason to put it down, you know, like because the chances of survival is high. Like how could you just take a life like that? And instead the vet was telling the owner to surrender to the clinic so that they could find someone who was willing to adopt and do what is right for the cat. Okay? So, now this is where I came in. So, my friend was literally begging me to take the cat. You know, if not, the owner will go ahead and put him to sleep. So, I was like, what the hell? You know, like, really, man? There's nobody else that want to take this cat. I mean, the face is cute, right? You know? So, I sent a picture to my husband and he was like, go and get the cat. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Are you sure or not? And bear in mind, this is someone who every complains whenever he has to clean the cat's shit and all. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so end up, I traveled all the way to the owner's place. I mean, I was very reluctant to go up, honestly. So I took my time, you know. Now I was like thinking like, do I really want this cat or not? <laughs> okay, I mean, you guys don't understand. Uh. Long-haired cats are very irritating to maintain, okay? It's just... Ugh, oh my god, it's just annoying. Lah. But yeah. But the minute the owner opened the door, this little fella was just sitting on the sofa and looking at me. And my heart just fell in love with him. Lah. <laughs> like he was meant to be rescued by me. So I took him to my workplace. We did x-rays and all. 
and we scheduled for surgery for the same day as well as sterilizing him because he had one ball inside and one ball outside <laughs> another problem you see i tell this kid just damn problematic i swear <laughs> so i paid nearly 2k for a bone surgery Thank God for work discounts, man. I swear. Or the surgery would have probably 4-5k instead. Now it would be like 8-10k. Uh. Fibonacci, so he end up, became a family member. And even though he has a screw in his leg, just like his father. <laughs> yeah, Hafiz has a screw in his leg. He got it from an accident years back. <laughs> But seriously, Fibonacci is the sweetest. Like, he has the highest vocal cords. Like, a high pitch ringing. And it doesn't really fit well with his huge body, you know. Like, he has the most retarded, adorable face. Which you can really love lah, so much. Uh, and also, he loves to cuddle. Yeah, he's now five, four or five years old, yeah. And he weighs around 7 kilos. Proud of him lah, because he has donated blood a few times to help other cats. And through it, uh, he has never caused any problems uh, when drawing blood from him. So cute. Also, he sees Lonjong peeing a few times on the toilet bowl. And now he does the same. <laughs> he is my harmless giant. <laughs> but he's very naughty also. Like he doesn't... When I say, Fibonacci, no! He just look at me and he continues doing it. Like, eh, siang, kucing. Serious, bro. <laughs> Next one is uh, Ino Akane. Yes, now Ino. I cannot say this out loud. Ino is my baby girl, my babe, my everything. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm being biased as hell, but oh, this little angel just know her way to, to my heart. Okay, so how I found her, my husband and I, we just moved into our new home together, you know. So we were from the car park one night and we were walking towards the lift when I saw her. She was so tiny, around 3 to 4 months based on her canines, uh, her teeth. So immediately, I felt, I thought it was abandonment, okay? Or she probably ran away from home because this was like a brand new estate. There's no way there are cats hanging around. So my husband and I were at first just fostering Ino because we already had Chomo, Lonjo and Fibonacci with us. So bringing another cat was another responsibility and we weren't looking to adopt. So we put up messages and all to find for the original owners. Nobody came up. Okay, nobody. I mean, of course, lah, because Ino was just a domestic short hair. No fancy breed. What? Lol. Typical. But however, Ino, she has the largest eyes. And it's like looking at Puss in Boots every second. <laughs> so I end up sterilizing Ino when she was six months old. And she was still slim at that point, huh? So there was this, uh, then there was one day, the day she began this habit, I don't know where she learned from, she would jump onto you and you're supposed to catch her. I've posted videos of her jumping on me a few times and it's bloody adorable, I tell you. And she would wake me up in the morning with kisses and nibbles on my nose and face and her paws would gently touch my face when she wants attention. <laughs> it's so cute. Now at three years old, she has no neck because she has become fat and she is still mommy's little baby. So we ended up adopting her like, officially because she's part of us now. <laughs> and that night, it could have been anyone to see her at the car park, but it was us. She saw us. She was rolling around and being all manja that made us bring her into our house. No regrets. Sayang <laughs> me.
And now our latest edition Fedora. Fedora say hi or not? Fedora say hi. Yeah. Say hi. You always the one making noise, right? Malu. See, hi, Benny. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> I thought usually bejo. Say hi. Say hi lah. Ella stay my loop like this. Come. Okay, Fedora don't say hi. <laughs> now Fedora is still brand new in the family. She was given to us by our dear friends who are like family to us. Now Fedora, when she first came, she was so stressed out uh, because she became really aggressive. Like I never had to use a towel to hold down a cat in my house ever. And she's the first. <laughs> the second night she was here, she got so aggressive and stressed out. I had to grab her with the towel and lock her in the toilet. That was how bad. So I stayed inside with her for a good 30 minutes just to calm her down. Only after she calmed down and a few scratches on myself, I finally got her to eat and drink. Sorry guys, there are some background noise. Uh, these kids are playing. I don't know why they are playing during Maghrib. I'm still wondering, questioning, why the hell am I going to be a mom? <laughs> kids are really not my favorite. <laughs> okay, anyway, so I even gave treats to Fedora so that she'll be fine. Lah, you know, She spent the next few nights in our room and slept in corners to isolate herself. Okay, so my husband gave her so much love and kept cuddling with her just to make her feel comfortable. I immediately again scheduled sterilization to be done, okay, because this would help a lot. And true enough, like, after sterilization, she became so much tamer. She was finally comfortable around the others and now she runs the house apparently. So, Barak, she's extremely vocal, you know, and my husband and I actually communicate a lot with her. Hey, kita animal communicator. <laughs> so, she knows how to say no, and now I'm teaching her how to say mama. <laughs> and the cutest of them all is she will always lay and sleep beside the baby bum, like taking care of the baby in me, you know. Like, there was one night the baby was very active and kicking vigorously, and because her head was on the belly, right, so the baby was technically kicking her head lah. <laughs> but she just laid there. Then slept with her paw over my belly. <laughs> she, I think she marked. She marked already. The baby. <laughs> she's turning one years old. And I think I think uh, she's also a mixed breed with Ragdoll if I'm not wrong. But I'm just glad she's part of the high base family now. <laughs> so yeah. Of course. I would want a house full of cats. But please remember okay guys. They are a lifelong committed responsibility, not something you can just have for the fun of it or when things get rough or you abandon them or chuck them aside, you know, like, please don't do that, they're innocent, you know, like, I guess, just don't lah, kesian siya. I guess that is all for today, to share about my fababes. I hope you got to know them better, <laughs> okay, and with that, I think we can end today's segment. I hope you've enjoyed yourself while listening, you know, during this pandemic. Try it, Mankau. Astaghfirullah, Azim. Sorry, sorry. Hi, I have to stop recording already. So noisy. 
But anyway, yeah, try not to be a horrible person. Okay, more stupid because common sense tend to be lacking these days. Yeah? So till next time, sip sip and enjoy your scones. Bye.